And I'm Stu Breyer. It's our Anything Goes portion of the program. It's a pleasure to have uh, Elaine Grant with us from Three Rivers Community College. Elaine, welcome. Thank you, Stu. It's nice to be here. Thank you for allowing us to promote our program. And it's quite a program, too. I know you've uh, had this program for a long time. It's called Adventures in Lifelong Learning. So, give us a, a description of it. Okay. Adventures in Lifelong Learning, or we all call ALL, is a program that's done at Three Rivers Community College here in Norwich. The program's been in existence for over 25 years. It's it's a all it's for anyone over 50 and it's not regular classes at Three Rivers, no homework, no tests. It's somewhere around 30 to 35 hour and a half long seminars on a vast majority a vast uh number of so there's a lot of different topics where people can topic. just pick so which one they some, want. Mm-hmm. Well, here's some of the uh, in, um, examples of the topics. We have history. We have music programs. There is a gentleman who comes in about three times a semester and shows the movies, older movies. We've had some people from the banks who come in and talk to us about scams, especially the ones that affect the older people. Uh, sometimes we have lawyers who come in and talk to us about wills or trusts um, or probate. We've had nature programs. Example, this semester we're going to have a program on penguins and another one on owls. Um, we have programs on current events, political things, climate change. Every semester we have a program at Mohegan Sun that um, they put on a program for us, um, give us history of the tribe, do s- demonstrations, and at the end they give us a really, really nice box lunch. For the bargain price of $15 a semester, you can pick any or all of the topics that we have. And I think it's a great program. I enjoy it. Once in a while we do a field trip. Obviously, if we do a field trip, that's an extra cost, especially if mm-hmm. we we have in the past done the lighthouse cruise um, on the ferry. We've gone to the Essex steam train and riverboat. We have gone to mu- museums. We've gone to Tanglewood in the past. This semester, we're going to have a bus trip to the Bradley Playhouse in Putnam. So obviously that costs extra money, but you choose to do it or you are not. It's up to you. I think this program, especially for the older people like me, is an opportunity to learn new things because I don't think you're ever too old to learn new things. And it's also an opportunity to make friends in your age group. And that's not always easy once you're retired and living at home and maybe not getting out as much. So, so Elaine, uh, will this be the, will they be morning classes, or what would be the time frame where people can go to these uh, classes? Morning classes are 10 to 11.30. Afternoon classes are 1 to 2.30. Classes are held Monday through Thursday. We don't ever have classes on Fridays. And you will have uh, people that will come in and... Uh, give a talk, an informal talk about all these important all these subjects. subjects. Some of the people who come are professors at the college. Mm-hmm. Some are ALL members. 
others are from the community and we would know somebody perhaps that we think would make an interesting topic for us and we ask them if they'll come and we'll schedule them and they come so how long is the semester semester um the spring semester is march april may the fall semester is september october november it ends before thanksgiving in the fall how many classes a day do you have Two classes a day, morning and afternoon. There's not always one every time, but Mm -hmm. the morning or afternoon classes. And sometimes if we go to the morning and the afternoon class, we all go to the cafeteria and have lunch. That's nice. It's really a very nice and it's social to be with other people. When you say $15, is it for each class? No, $15 for the semester. It's a bargain. And for the $15, you can choose any or all of the classes that are scheduled. It's about 10 cents a class. It's very, very and it's been $15. I've been in the program, I think, about seven years. It's never changed. It's always been $15. They don't know about inflation, huh? Well, (laughs) That's great. And the the other thing is that some of that money, some of that money is used for the printing and so forth for our schedules and so forth. But we also give scholarships at the college from some of that. That's great. It's a win for everything. Yes. And if you are interested in our program, I will give you a phone number to call. Uh, The phone number will not be manned, but you can leave a message with your name, your full mailing address, and ask to be put on the mailing list. And the phone number is 860-215-9316. 860-215-9316? Yes. I'll I'll keep that uh, with me. So when people want to uh, give you the $15, they just call up and... Well, call up and and ask to be put on the mailing list. And when they do, you'll get an envelope with the schedule for all the classes this fall and a registration form to now, fill out, and then you send your $15 in with that. Now, you have all your speakers for fall, the fall semester, or you're looking for more? We have them all now scheduled. Wow. Be- because once we print everything, it's it's a little harder to get the, the word out to people if there's another mm-hmm. one. But in the spring, we'll start again to plan and to bring new people in. So you've been doing this for a while, seven years or so, and... Um any unusual, well, they all can be different if you're not familiar with some of the subjects, but what are some of the subjects through the years that you've uh, well, the discussed? Well, the very first one that I ever went to was done by a professor at the college who unfortunately moved out west and is not there any longer. But he did a program on the Civil War, but he told us at the very beginning he wasn't going to talk about the battles. He was going to talk about how the Civil War started, and he taught us things that I never learned in school. So I really love that. Uh, Last semester we had a program on owls and we actually had a live owl named Sebastian. Oh really? They brought and it was a wise choice. Yes and they he sat on this lady's arm and we all took pictures. It was really great. Um, I I just then we do have and I talked to Stu about this earlier we have a man who comes who has a vast record collection who does a program every semester on different aspects of 
rock and roll. He's a rock and roll person. Yeah, I know him, and boy, he knows his stuff. Yes, let me he tell does. You. Yes, he does. We've got a lot of rock and roll fans here. Yes. And I know this semester we're having a program on uh, climate change, which is on everybody's mind these days. And that's going to be done by one of the professors at the college. Mm-hmm. So how do you find these people to come in and uh, do these lectures? You, you kind of keep your eyes and ears open for someone who thinks you think might. For instance, I will tell you that I... Um, asked someone from Senior Resources to come mm. and give us a, an, an idea of the programs that they offer for seniors, because obviously that's something that we all care about and that we all might need. And um, I also have recruited uh, people from the college. There's one professor there that I've known for years, and he comes quite often and does programs for us. Senior Resources, you could go 10 hours on Medicare. Well, actually, the, she was. There was a lady there about five years ago that did that, and the whole subject came up about the Medicare Advantage plans, and people wanted to question about what that meant. And she did all that. Pretty much took up half of the hour and a half time. But yeah, I mean, do you, do you, you always to, learn something. You can always learn something new. Do you go to all the classes yourself? I or? don't go to all of them. Sometimes I can't because I have something else on my calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I go to most of them. So for fifteen dollars, you pick and choose. Exactly. And if you want 15, to go on the the that's field the, trip, that's the biggest bargain that there is. Now, if we go on the field trips, yeah, that's especially because the one to Bradley will get a. We have a bus that goes there. So no, Bradley isn't that where they show shows? Yes, yeah. we're going to go see the Adams Family. It's a musical, and wow. and we're going on a bus. And the nice part about it is in Putnam, it's hard to find a place to park. So the bus will drop us right at the door of the theater and pick us up again up. right at the door of well, the, the theater. $15 and, well, that's not the... And that, I know. You, and you it's pay more for than that. that. I, yeah, I know, you, but I You mean, have to pay for the bus and the tickets. But just the the fact that you can do something like that oh, covers the whole thing there. I always wanted to go to Tanglewood. I went to a class... I went to a, the... What uh, did you see at Tanglewood? Do you remember? Yes. Uh, so, Boston Pops mm-hmm. and Seth MacFarlane, who sang. Really? Uh, He's a good singer. He I, really I, is. Uh, yes. Seth, you wouldn't think, because uh, he does some funny stuff, too. And we had tickets in the shed, so we didn't have to sit out on the grass. Yeah. So, uh, but the weather was fine. But if it hadn't been fine, we were in the shed, so we didn't have to be in the bad weather. So the and Adams, we, uh, the Adams uh, musical. Adams Family Musical. Yeah, so I think that'll be fun. That's great. And some of the other field trips in the past, you said? Over, uh, We've gone on the um, Essex steam train, and then you get mm-hmm. off the steam train and get on the river boat that goes down by... Um, I can't think of Mark Twain's... Oh, Mark Twain, yeah. Yeah, and all those. And then you get back on the train again and get back. And that particular one, we actually did a luncheon on the train as well. Do you find as the... Uh, Classes continue that people uh, can make some really good friends. Absolutely. I've made some really good friends. And that's nice for me because I am retired. And it's nice to be able to get to know people there and 
to go a lot to of lunch. People. A lot of times, if there's mm. just a morning class and there's no afternoon class, a bunch of us go to lunch together somewhere. So it's it's really been good for me. So most of them are morning and afternoon, but some are just morning or some are just afternoon. Yeah, it depends on how how many speakers we can find. Mm-hmm. Whether we can schedule everything. So. No, naturally, if you pay the $15 and you want to go to classes, you've got to, you know, let people know that you're coming. So for the Well, that's part of your registration because there is a form mm-hmm. that you check off which ones you're going to. And um, they do keep track of that, especially since the pandemic. It's been a little different because you used to be able to just walk into a class. But now... They keep track of who's going to be there and how many are going to be there. So what kind of uh, seating arrangement do you have? How many it's, people can you uh, cover? I don't know exactly how many will fit in there. It's a tiered lecture hall. Mm-hmm. So there's facility. your room. There's fil- facility. We have almost all our classes in that one room. And the facility, there's facilities for PowerPoint presentations. There's a screen. There's a, we have a microphone if somebody doesn't uh, speak very loudly. So, mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm sure you have a question and an answer period a lot of times. Absolutely. We always ask yeah. our speakers to allow time for questions. Now, for guest lecturers, uh, you just fill out uh, this form that I have here. We don't even do that anymore. Oh, you don't, Wow, all right. <laughs> we haven't done that Just, for a few years now. We used to do that. Oh, okay. That's great. You don't have to ask any of we those do give this, the, intimate questions. We do give the guest lecturers a parking pass oh, okay. that they can park in the um, parking lot for the the employees, a, employee parking lot. You should have a lecture on parking. <laughs> well, trying to find parking spaces. It's really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just the best part about it is that we the class the class is right inside the main main door of the college, which is all the way in the back of the building, and the our classroom is just a hop, skip, and a jump from the the doors. So do they personally go in and they would have a check for $15 or um, what's the easiest way to... The, the check goes along with your registration form. You mail it in. You mail it in and it goes along with that and then um, you let people know which classes you, you would like to go That's to. That's on your registration form. All the classes are listed on the registration form. You check off the ones you're going to go to. And then at the end of the semester, we have a closing reception, which is catered by the college. So we have a luncheon, and it's just a chance for us all to see each other for a while because the next semester won't start again until March. But so. everybody wants to go to that closing. There's quite a few people that closing go Closing situation, that. Yes. yeah. It's marvelous. Do you, you ever have a guest, um, somebody who's... Uh, Going to some of the uh, lectures and said, that I want to do a lecture myself? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. As you get people. I did one myself several years ago. And what was your topic, Elaine? I grew up in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I did one on the culture of the Pennsylvania Dutch. And I talked about their weddings, their funerals, their church services. Mm. Because that's, I lived there until I moved up here, and I knew a lot about it. <laughs> But I also researched a lot of it. I did a nice PowerPoint. I had a great number of pictures. And I think it was very well received. I'll bet it was. Now don't be mad at me. Could you just tell me one thing that we may not know about the Pennsylvania Dutch? Oh We've my. heard a lot about them. 
I, there's so much. <laughs> Julie, yeah. I think the thing I I did not know as enough about was their weddings, because the bride always wears blue, mm-hmm. and oftentimes the blue dress she gets married in, she gets buried in when she dies. Oh, my Lord. When she dies. That's something. Is it like uh, other uh, groups? They uh, The men, after they're married, they have to get, wear a beard? They wear a beard, but no mustache. Just the beard? Just the beard. And part of the reason for that is that the mustache is reminiscent of military, which they are. They don't have anything to do with. Oh. Their children go to school only till they're 16, and then they drop out. They don't go to and co- never go to college. They stay in school as long as they can, uh, when they can legally leave. And actually, years ago. Amish fathers were being arrested for educational neglect because their children dropped out of school earlier than they were legally allowed to do so. And it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court sided with the Amish, and so they leave school because they have to help with the farms and work in the fields and do all that. Yeah, I'm fascinated. And that one I'd love to have heard. That I do that again. You do that I, again, it was maybe. A, it was a very nice place to grow up, and mm-hmm. my father was um, always the tour director. Anybody who came to town, because he really, really enjoyed knowing all that, and and he taught me a lot about it. So. So uh, sometimes people, I think, uh, maybe myself, Pennsylvania Dutch and the Amish country, they're they're both like the same. Mm-hmm. Well, there's Amish all over the country now, mm-hmm. but originally when they first came here, way back, they landed in Pennsylvania because for two reasons: one, the soil was very good for farming; the other was that they were promised some land. Mm-hmm. They were per- persecuted for their religion. In in Germany, and that's why they came here. Oh, but now they, they spread here. out, and part of the problem with that is that the um, Lancaster County bought out a lot of people bought out the lands at the farmlands and built all the motels and the tourist traps and things like that. And the Amish didn't like that. They don't want to be photographed. They're, for instance, they're. They don't have mirrors in their homes. There's no, nothing they can see themselves. Their dolls, the little girls' dolls, don't have faces. So I'm always fascinated by this. So don't mind me. I just, I get so excited and just learning yeah. about that. Um, it's a wonderful. They're wonderful people. They're very kind, compassionate people. Um, I don't know if you would remember that several years back, a man went into a schoolhouse. Yes, I do. That killed horrible all the day. Little girls, mm-hmm. they little girls, the, f- the families of the little girls, and then he killed himself. And the families, some of the families of the little girls, actually went to his widow. Yeah. A- and to express condolences, and they went to his funeral. I remember that very well. It was disturbing, and then I remember. I remember almost being sick to my stomach when I heard it because the reaction. Uh, yeah. Now, oh, here I go. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody wants to leave and see what the other side is like, they can do it and try it out for. There a few is weeks. a thing called Rumspringa, mm-hmm. and teenagers can leave and go out into the world to see what's out there. And decide if they want to stay an Amish. Ninety-five percent of them come back. 
Mm-hmm. And oftentimes that's the opportunity for them to meet somebody that they might want to marry. Yep. And so if that's the case, they come back. They have to be baptized because they're Anabaptists, which means that they have to, they're baptized as adults, not babies like most of us do. And they cannot marry Amish unless they're baptized. So they come back and they... And what age can they marry? Is there an age? Uh, I don't think I know that there's any particular any age. particular age. Well, Elaine, thank you for the class. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't expect to go into all that. I I think I owe you $15 here. (laughs) But it was a subject that I was well-versed in and did a lot of research and got a lot of nice pictures. I will tell you this. A lot of our listeners have gone to Amish country, and they love it. They go every year, and they say they are greeted very nicely. I, I love it down there. I haven't been down for a few years now. I went down for my high school reunion in 2019. I'm hoping to go again next year for another reunion, but it's it's my home. I've lived in Connecticut since 1971, but Lancaster's my home. Okay, I don't want to get off track, so I, before we close out, we want to tell the people again the number to call to if they want to get involved with the classes or if they want to be a volunteer maybe in the spring. Um, so what's the best easiest way to get the ball rolling call the number 860-215-9316 leave a message with your name and full mailing address and ask to be put on the mailing list when you get the package you'll get a package with the schedule of all the classes and a registration form and and you'll be able to register and come to the classes Elaine, that was great. It's nice meeting you, and uh, we want it to be a very big success. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you. So we'll continue to promote it. So they have to get this in by... Registration deadline, I believe, is September 8th. September 8th. So if they call now or soon and get their package in the mail, they can certainly get it there by then. That's another month, so... Okay, Elaine. Thank you so much. Thank you. Nice job. We'll be back shortly with you at WICH.